Hello and welcome to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Overby, Senior Editor of Auto Remarketing. Joining me today is Atul Patel, who is co-founder and Chief Operating Officer at Orby Auto, a company that aims to, to redefine the way dealers are using digital marketing to, to help them sell more cars, which is the goal of, uh, of any dealer, really. But uh, Atul, thank you so much uh, for being on the podcast and great to see you. Yeah, Joe, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I know uh, Orbi Auto was, was founded in 2015 with you and a few of your colleagues. Um, so take me back five, six years ago. What was the market need that you and, and your colleagues identified that, that you wanted to solve? Okay, great, great question. It kind of helps frame how we even got our name. So uh, back in 2015, I had met Daniel Kim, my co-founder and uh, CEO. And we were thinking about ways to enter the automotive space. He had just come out of uh, Bain Consulting uh, and working with Cox Automotive on some pretty big M&A corp dev deals, uh, including that of Mannheim integration into the, into the core asset. And I had, uh, had recently sold one of my startups in digital video syndication. And so we happen to be local entrepreneurs in, in Orange County, just kind of brainstorming and started working down a path of building a 360 degree photo taking app or tool. And so we actually had uh, mechanical engineers helping us build a physical gimbal that would rotate around the used car to help do what effectively uh, Carvana and the others are doing, which is standardized photos for used cars and possibly new inventory cars. And um, we, we did that. We actually first started with a prototype, got some dealers on board, and then we moved to a mobile app that kind of assisted you on how to rotate exactly where you should be, just like a panorama photo that you could take on your, on your phone. And, um, and, and we ended up making all this content and then realized that dealers needed better tools to publish that content because they had their dealership websites and they had media ingestion and, and inventory photos, but maybe not exactly what we wanted, which is the ability to kind of like rotate very easily, uh, almost like a DJ. You could like DJ these cars and just kind of have fun with it. And so we built a, a, a kind of a media player uh, for them. And we started embedding our media player, which played uh, basically these static images, but made it a great experience. And then we realized we needed analytics for this stuff because Google Analytics wasn't sufficient. We needed to understand which car it was, VDP versus SRP and so on. So we actually built an analytics layer. And that's when we really uncovered a gem in what has become uh, a, a foundation of our business, not certainly what, um, I'm the most uh, passionate about for the future, but it is the strong concrete foundation that we have in place. And that is literally an analytics platform made specifically for the automotive industry for tier three. And it understands pages. It understands how shoppers navigate these sites. It understands the journey. It's not your Google Analytics, set it and forget it, and maybe tweak some settings in there. It's actually made for this industry. So we started doing that. That led us to power NADA Analytics. So Orbi is the company that powers that product that they provide their 20 group members. 
Um, and, uh, you know, that reaches 2,500 dealers. So that's super exciting. And then we also power a couple of other analytics capabilities for some OEMs uh, to help them understand what's working within their co-op approved vendors uh, with some of our partners. And, um, and, and with that analytics, what happened is we started to uncover opportunities for improvement. Hey, traffic from this source tends to go here and isn't converting well. Traffic from here, there isn't much volume, but is converting great. And we started to advise our dealerships and their partners, their vendor partners and ad buying partners. Sometimes it was their web vendor who had a bolt-on service that helps them buy media. Sometimes it's the local agency that might be buying their television ads and now seconds as a digital uh, agency for them. And so we were giving a lot of advice. And when we, we were doing that, we realized a lot of what happens in advertising in automotive is very commoditized. There's a layer of commoditization that, you know, is, is, is like you search for a geo, like a zip code or a region, or you just search in Google and it knows where you are. And you search for a, a make model or a specific trend that you're interested in. And out comes usually three ads, one from maybe the OEM, one from tier two, and one from a local dealership. And so we realized it's very commoditized and what these dealers needed is automation around those capabilities so that when you actually uncover interesting information in the analytics, could you actually immediately take action on that in the ad platforms? We're talking Google, Facebook as common ones, but also preparing the industry for what else is to come and where else they could be deploying their, their advertising as well as their inventory listing. And so that is what led us to this more full Orbi platform. And since then, we've helped dealers uh, take advantage of their what we call first party data. It's a very common theme where you own this data. In fact, Google is speaking about first party data quite a bit, which is instead of having to depend on third party lead generators who do a great job uh, capturing the user, giving a beautiful mobile app to browse, you know, we're not talking Carvana, but we're talking CarGurus and AutoTrader and so forth. They do, they spend the money on the television commercials, right? And they do all of that to capture the user, but it's not your data. It's akin to DoorDash is to a local restaurant, uh, you know, it's very similar. Um, these restaurants actually don't know where that food is finally going down to the address. They only know that they're making this dip. So you can tell like not owning that data is a very big handicap. And so when dealers produce all this data that tends to go into the CRM, what's missing is also the web traffic data. What are shoppers doing? How long have they been there? What pages are they looking at? How are they navigating? Did they come back three months later uh, from their previous visit? And what did they do in their previous visit that can sort of help define what next steps they're doing? So we, we help these dealers, you know, in sort of these five stages that I've described about Orbi. We help these deals take advantage of that first party data, use that data in automated advertising that uh, we've sort of commoditized and, and standardized, and, um, and uh, also add sort of in-house marketing, we'll call it. Dealers being able to send automated emails automatically to these shoppers. Are you still in the market, you know, one week later when your traffic sort of, you haven't come back basically. And you see this with all the common retailers in today's market. Uh, you put something in your cart, they're going to remind you it's in your cart and that you should come either 
finish it or tell them to, you know, uh, stop unsubscribe to the email. But we think that uh, these this uh, first party data is tremendous opportunity for dealers to reach directly to that consumer and bring them back to their site. So, and I imagine having that kind of uh, you know precision and ability to reach these digital first customers is even more important during the the pandemic has has past can lost count of how many months now but past you know eight nine months of you know the auto industry going more digital has that impacted the way you guys do business and maybe underscored the need for some of those services yeah that's a that's this this virus has definitely introduced a lot of uh, new epiphanies, whether they are long-lasting or short-term, we don't really know. I think there, there's a lot of hypotheses that car buying is going to stay this way. I actually feel like there's still some things you 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 want to kind of look and feel. You know, there there there. I, I believe the car buying process is is uh, in the spectrum of of things you buy, it's definitely up there. It's not like a home or something like that, but it's definitely skewed in that direction where you probably want to experience it a little bit more. Uh, of course, unless there's a return policy, <laughs> then, then it's, uh, then I, I'd keep trying on new cars and, and just keep returning them back um, until I liked one. Um, and, but, you know, I think the pandemic has introduced uh, a, a big focus towards the website. Now you, you will hear a lot of uh, dealerships and groups really start to realize that digital, um, their, their web property is a very important part of their, their uh, journey, their customer's journey. Uh, you have uh, individuals like Vince Sheehy who was on CNBC a few months back and said, digital, digital, digital. That's why we're doing so great. And uh, we think that's, that's kind of what has, uh, this, this uh, epidemic has forced dealers to realize digital is actually big. It's always been there, but now there's a renewed focus towards that. And the first thing that actually, um, the way you saw that transpire was uh, digital retailing. And digital retailing, there was a big push towards helping with, helping the consumer basically finish the whole car buying process online. And of course, in the early stages, it was more like a lead form. Right, and and it's actually very apparent that as a consumer, um, you know, to go through that entire workflow uh, is is kind of uh, daunting. There's a there's quite a few core decisions you have to make along the process, and I don't actually see a lot of good coexistence. Like, um, you know, in the days of manufacturing where you have a robot and a human, it's like they call it cobots instead of robots. <laughs> Actually, you should be able to step through those digital retailing steps with a person on the phone, in a video player, on your site, with the webcam. But, you know, I actually have gone through a mortgage process with, uh, with Ally, and, and, you know, it, it was a very exciting workflow. And I felt like very, I felt like I was being handheld at the right amount, but then still being able to do a lot of the tasks myself in their website. Uh, and on their platform. So that was kind of very interesting. So digital retailing was the first way that that transpired and lead gen became its first version of it. The next version became this sort of, hey, I'm gonna ingest your inventory. I'm gonna create an entirely isolated sandbox of an experience, 
right? So if you see a roadster experience or a, uh, a, a modal experience or a digital motors experience, what happens is you are in a VDP and then you go into their experiences um, and you're either in that experience for that one car and when you press the back button, you go back to the dealership or sometimes you press the back button and now you're within the actual digital retailing browser of the inventory. To me, that's a little bit of a jarring experience. You started on a website, regardless of how these websites are, I know we like to uh, all make fun of the buttons and the colors and you know the 18 buttons that are, could be on a single thing. But let's be honest, if you start there, you, you should actually take the user back there. It's like, you don't wanna like go into a store and then all of a sudden when you go out the front door, you're in heaven. You know, like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, that would be too jarring for an end user. And so we think there's a lot of work to do to create a more seamless process between these two, the website and the digital retailing. But in kind of where I think digital has gone is, is it really should make the dealers see the digital relationship with their shoppers to be a little bit longer and transcend the immediate lead form, the immediate purchase. You have to use the data to let the user browse around, to navigate throughout the site, to build their profile so that when they finally do convert, when they finally become a lead in the system, that there's so much intelligence about the person that the way they speak to that shopper is extremely relevant and isn't requiring the shopper to keep starting over. And I think that, you know, is a huge opportunity. And I think dealers are starting to see that. And that's what we at Orbi see um, is that need for dealers to capture that data and make use of it in their outbound communications, whether that outbound communications is automated through email marketing and so forth, or whether it's when you're on the phone with an agent and all of that intelligence about the shopper comes out in the conversation that's being had with that shopper. <clears throat> well, um, I imagine you, you share some of, some of that advice, those best practices and some of the dealer training you guys do. And I saw on, uh, on your website that um, you guys do dealer training and partnership with uh, NAMAD and also driving sales. So what does that training involve? Um, and what are some of the, topics that you guys address in those training sessions. Great. I'm, I'm glad you asked that because education, we think, is a very critical part of, of where um, this industry needs to go. So when, when, when the pandemic started, you know, one of the things we did was we immediately created this toolkit to help dealers be able to manage it, whether it's uh, being able to put a pop-up that informs the dealers uh, of uh, of what's happening at their store, are they open? Uh, could they have visitors uh, based on social distancing and so forth? And once we started doing that, we realized we need to give the, this industry a lot more tools uh, that are sort of backed by our foundational uh, values around you know, digital marketing and, and, and how important that is. So that's when we launched um, a training program. First, we, we started with, um, you know, with 20 groups with uh, NADA, we were working with them for quite a bit to educate 20 group members on digital marketing. That's kind of what also has led us to 
um, work with them on the broader NADA analytics. So that was our first foray into education. We got addicted to it. And so then learning from the COVID thing, we realized, you know what, there's, there's many avenues for us to, to, uh, to reach these dealers and educate through partnerships. So we ended up partnering with NAMAD to educate <clears throat> minority dealers to help them actually identify a local person, whether they already have them hired or they can hire and employ people in those communities to, to learn about digital marketing so that they can bring a, some of the core capabilities of digital marketing in-house. You don't wanna rely on third parties to look at your core numbers, to, to review how uh, things went last week uh, with your digital marketing spend. Certainly you could use software and that's why Orbi is a software platform. We think software as a service is going to start to be more critical in this industry than your typical digital ad spend percentage of uh, take Google type certification, Facebook type certification, roll it into one and bring it to automotive. So it's really about how to deal with automotive websites and digital marketing in our industry and how to make the most out of it. And then um, once we did that and we started talking to the uh, driving sales folks, we realized that there was an opportunity to create more of a, a, a certification, a masterclass certification, which Daniel Kim, uh, my partner, uh, ended up leading. And that was for, again, digital marketing. So uh, NADA, NAMAD, uh, driving sales are some of the ways that we've been doing this. And the whole premise is we believe that every dealer should have an in-house person that is whose sole job is to care about digital marketing in all of its facets and, and empower that person to make decisions and to give them the budget and the tools needed. And, and I don't mean ad budget, but I mean budget for tools and education yeah, so that that dealer can have a long-term sort of in-house asset and knowledge base to adapt more quickly in the coming years as things continue to change, right? When Ford announces Blue Advantage to be able to have this super uh, website with all of the inventory from 3,000 3, Ford dealers, well, you know, that, that, that's, that doesn't mean you could sit back and let, let uh, you know, that system do its work, no. In-house expertise around okay, how much traffic are we getting from there? Is that working? How should we speak to those people if they started there and ended up on our, on our branded site? That is all stuff that can be done in-house. And you know, just sort of selfishly thinking, Orbi is a platform that is best used by a in-house digital marketing person because it's a turbocharging tool. It's a jetpack to do more digital marketing. And uh, sometimes we find that... Um, you know, we're, we're talking to the general, the principal or the GM, and uh, it's great, but I think that they're busy working on so many aspects of the business that digital marketing doesn't get enough of, uh, of the attention. And so that's why we're doing the training is to uh, basically create users of tools like Forbes, but really to help these dealers bring that intelligence and knowledge and know-how in-house. Last question uh, before I let you go here. Hard to believe it's already end of November here and one, one more month of 2020. Yeah. As far as looking at next year and some timeline and some goals you guys have, what are some next steps for, for Orby next year and, and what are you 
kind of what's the next thing you guys want to tackle? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. You know, we, I'll, I'll be candid. We have always had trouble having dealers log in, engage with software. You know, for the most part, if I were to sit back and look at where dealers spend time, it's probably the uh, DMS and CRM. Uh, and that's, that's kind of where they probably spend the bulk of their time. And we think that <clears throat> the type of tools that we've created and, and that others have created in this industry, where you learn about who you're speaking to, you see that holistic shopper profile, you understand where uh, users or these shoppers are going towards, and then you adjust your inventory accordingly and so on. It's going to come from innovative software like ours. Um, and I think like our biggest trouble has been getting dealers to log in and stick around and see it. And, and I think that uh, half of the battle, half of the problem is, uh, or part of the problem is us in that sometimes these software systems are sort of informative and not actionable. And so we're going to be spending a lot of time over the next uh, 12 months to build uh, more of an alert action and agent capability. And, and that's kind of something that uh, I'm, I'm super excited about because I kind of lead product development. Alerts are really being able to more proactively alert dealers of even the smallest important piece. Like, hey, 17 people came on your website yesterday looking for cars that you only have one of or, or one in that trim. You know, that's an actionable alert. But then it's sort of like, okay, well, imagine being able to take action on it and, and press a button that says, okay, you know what, uh, let's send an email, automated email marketing to those individuals saying, hey, did you consider thinking about these other cars that you might be interested in? They're similar. Uh, we noticed that you looked at these other cars, you know, it's like inventory routing of the customer. And, and that could be actions that you could take. Um, whether you're running out of budget on Facebook, oh, imagine clicking on an action that says, allocate some of your search advertising to your Facebook with the click of a button. And then the third is agents, being able to create automated AI agents that learn how that uh, you know, digital marketer at the store, the GM, the principal, how they actually see digital marketing and how they tend to operate, learn from that and start to automatically do the things for them. So they can actually sit on the sideline, not, not be lazy, but focus on connecting the digital data and the digital media spending to how their day-to-day -day operations go at their store, while depending on a system like ours to do a lot of that sort of monotonous ongoing automation that has intelligent, intelligent decision-making built in. So that's something I think we're excited about, but even for the whole industry as, as Carvana and Vroom and all these guys have sort of in, in some ways woken up the industry and then how COVID has sort of caused that digital sort of renaissance again and how even the OEMs are starting to get involved and the large groups, right? Holman has Holman Go and Lithia has a new product. I forgot what it's called, but it might be called Driveway, but they all have products now to help direct their, to build a conversation direct with the consumer. Oh, it's, it's here. This new paradigm is here and digital marketing is going to be a big part of that. And uh, so that's what I think is going to be a big push in 2021 for us. And I think the whole industry. Absolutely. Well, we'll, 
forward to, to hearing more from you guys on that and we'll, we'll leave it at that for today but it's full thank you so much for being on the show it was a great talk with you same here thank you thank you joe that's going to do it for today's episode of the auto marketing podcast my name is joe overby thanks for listening